0: Welcome to Talking Tourism, the podcast series created specifically for tourism operators. Talking Tourism, the expert series, is the ultimate resource for business owners who want to lift their skills to the next level. If you want to learn how to be a better tourism operator, listen on. Hello and welcome to Talking Tourism. I'm your host, Amy Hills. Talking Tourism is an initiative of the Tourism Industry Council of Tasmania, the peak industry body for tourism in our state. If you're a first-time listener to Talking Tourism, welcome. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that we release a new conversation regularly uh, with the best and brightest in our industry. Usually these conversations are insightful, inspiring and informative about positive things that you can do to make your tourism business and our industry even better and more successful. Today's episode is different. We're recording on Monday the 23rd of March 2020 as the COVID-19 situation continues to evolve and the uncertainty that has generated for us all is emerging. This is especially true for those of us in the tourism, hospitality and events sector who are facing a very challenging and anxious period over the coming days, weeks and months. Collectively, we are working through the ramifications of what this all means for our businesses and our industry. And that's what this series of podcasts is designed to help you with. Today, I'm speaking with the CEO of Tourism Tasmania, John Fitzgerald, and the CEO of the Tourism Industry Council of Tasmania, Luke Martin. Welcome, guys.
1: Good to be with you. Thanks, Amy.
0: Clearly, as we sit here today, it's still very much a a very fluid situation as the Australian and and Tasmanian governments work to contain the spread of COVID-19. Luke, just so much has changed in the last seven days, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, look, um, I think reflecting on the fact that um, we felt the cancellation of Dark Mofo was the big shock and, um, yeah, you know, that was only, I think, 10 days ago and uh, you look at what's happened since, um, essentially the entire... Our global travel economy has just uh, grown to a halt, and um, and obviously the the sheer scale of the announcements day by day, the the sheer scale of the assistance that's being made available, um, just shows how dire this situation this sh- situation is. And, and I think all of us, uh, human level, um, you know, forget about the tourism industry for a moment. Um, as a human level, um, we're obviously concerned about you know what this all means for our our lives over the next few months, and um, you know, what sort of world we, we're going to see at the back end of this.
0: And and John, obviously. Um Government and industry has mobilised to to come together as a as a priority during what has been a, a, an evolving time. Can you sort of take us through how we're working together during this time in a united way to to try and help you know businesses and operators who are making really critical decisions now about their future?
2: Yeah, Amy, I think um, it's it has been great the way industry and government have come together, and these are as Lucas said, unprecedented times with our visitor economy essentially grinding to a halt now if we think about the changes in the last seven or ten days alone. So the good thing is we've been connected up with our industry partners every day. So we're speaking every day. We're putting information out to our industry every day through Tourism Talk. And I encourage listeners out there, if they're not registered for Tourism Talk, they need to do that. And they can do that by going to our website, which is tourismtasmania.com.au and register to get that updated information, which, as I said, this at this stage is going out daily. And that's reflective of the fact that how quickly things are changing. Um, but that's a single source of truth for people. If they want to keep up to date, then I'd encourage them to make sure they're registered and using those tools.
0: Mm. And Luke, just on that, I mean, obviously, uh, the information sources for operators and businesses could be, you know, so overwhelming with it changing in such a rapidly uh, changing environment. Um, what are some of the questions and, and I guess, uh, challenges that businesses are calling you about, and how can our consistent comms yeah. help? That I guess. Look,
1: I think um, it's it's evolved over the last few days, but certainly in the, over the weekend and into this week, it's been around really two issues. One is around those that, particularly accommodation operators, who feel they might have a role to play around self-isolation and and uh, whether that's already current guests that might be in the state or indeed whether it's potentially an opportunity around being part of the solution there, around people who've come into the state and need self-isolation, or indeed essential workers in the in the health system. So a lot of, uh, lot of conversations around, um, you know, can I do it? Where do I find information around cleaning? And should I do it? Is my business appropriate? So obviously directing that through the government sources of information, you know, particularly critically around some of those hygiene and safety issues that um, people make sure they get that information available and again... You know, just reaffirm that, that that is through the tourism information sources online, first and foremost, to be able to get that. The second one is clearly around the business support and the sheer scale of uh, different packages that are now rolling out. The banks announced something on Friday, the state government last week, and then obviously the federal government over the weekend. So, um, a lot of questions about well, how does that relate to me, um, my situation, how long can I go on for, what do I do around staff, what do I do around my loans. Um, just so those absolute raw first-person, um, you know, business decisions that people are making and having to make very quickly. So, um, you know, the sheer scale of information and in, put on top of a really stressful time already, it's uh, it really is about sifting through that wave of information and just actually getting to the nuts and bolts of what you need to do and also making sure you've got the, uh, the advice and the support around you to start making some informed decisions because you're going to have to do it very quickly. This is you a know, months, month's proposition, so it's no good waiting two or three or four weeks to start making these business decisions because you know obviously day by day your uh, 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 situation is only going to potentially um, multiply.
0: And I'll talk. To, I'll come back to you, Luke, around some of the services that um, you're offering and are actually the subject of some other podcasts that we're doing today. But, but John, if you're an operator out there, there is support available through the ability to call the the Business Tasmania Hotline as well, and and that's very important that people call that and, and register their impact to keep feeding that that into to government?
2: Yeah, that's right, Amy. I mean, at the end of the day, we're in the business survival mode, aren't we, at the moment? And so if your business is in significant stress and most businesses are now, I think registering that with government is the main thing on the Business Tasmania hotline, which is 1800 440 And we'll mention that again at the end of this podcast. But that's the way to at least reach out to government, register your business and get some basic advice at that point in time. And as Luke has said, there's a there's a range of support measures coming out from the federal government, uh, the state government last week, federal government as late as last night. Um, and I know the Premier's considering what else the state government can do this week. So um, it really is a matter of trying to keep up with this. So those hotlines can help. And of course, some of the resources that Luke and his team will be offering for industry will also be supportive of that.
0: And so Luke just just to those, uh, what can operators who are really struggling to make decisions now, in addition to the Business Tasmania Hotline, what can they do?
1: Yeah, look, I think the key thing at the moment is about being informed and getting some specialist advice. And we know you know, the, the heart and soul of Tasmanian tourism is a lot of owner operators, um, self-employed business operators who um, perhaps don't have a lot of support around them. So, uh, the key thing, obviously, is to work through um, the steps that we've got made available. So the government um, hotline, um, John's mentioned the one eight hundred number. You know, re- ring up, register your details. Um, if it really is a serious situation, to make it clear that you're, you're you are needing that direct support as soon as possible. Um, secondly, to that is obviously speak to your accountant, financial planner. And then thirdly, if you don't have one, um, reach out to us. Um, we've first thing we've done with some resources the state governments made available is engage. A really specialist, high-quality accountant, financial planners who are used to working small, medium tourism businesses around Tasmania. They're on standby. They're available to have a chat, talk you through, have some preliminary conversations about your own situation, and it's at no cost to you. So we know we've already had um, you know, dozens, literally, of businesses reach out for that service over the last few days. Um, so there's obviously a need, and um, and that'll continue as long as we can, um, we can make it available. And uh, I think it's just about being able to have someone to bounce these your situation off and um, a lot of people perhaps a bit unsure about whether they should speak to their accountant or financial planner you should make sure you understand your own business situation how long you can sustain whatever form of operations you've got and indeed what position are you in to be able to take some of that stimulus support package that's that are make being made available you know make sure you you know what's coming and um, you can get it as soon as possible
0: and just on that, if an operator is is wanting to do that, how do they get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, best thing to do is just email um, me directly. So info at trct.com.au and we'll, we'll bounce back an email very quickly of an introductory email and uh, make sure you put you in touch with, um, with, this, uh, with this specialist. It's Collins SBA, um, which a lot of Tasmanian businesses will be familiar with. They're good and I um, have confidence in them. And um, as I say, it's just a preliminary conversation of people who know what they're talking about and are very much across the details of the tax, the financial support that's being made available by the governments, and also perhaps to start to steer you through some of those decisions around employment and labour, around refinancing or uh, you know, deferring loans, or indeed um, obviously accessing some of that financial support and, the, and the, the low interest or zero interest loans that might be available over the coming days. Mm.
0: And, and John, I guess if you can shed a little bit of light, obviously government is is working really hard to, to get those um, no-interest loans out and um, we expect to see things um, and more updates on that in the coming days and we'll certainly be updating the industry through Tourism Talk on that. How, I guess, is the leadership of, of our visitor economy coming together over the next, I guess, seven days to 14 days to continue to monitor how things are going and, and what might be needed?
2: Yeah, I think... Um it's absolutely sort of critical at the moment and we were even having conversations internally with, over the weekend in government about how quickly this support can get out to industry and i think that's what we're hearing now the real timeliness of making sure these support measures can get into the hands of industry very quickly and i know the premier and others are very mindful of that so i think in the next 7 days we can expect to hear more one of the things we also want to do is 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 obviously through Luke and other organisations that are really connected into grassroots industry is understand if those measures are, are working, are going to work, because they've got to be relevant to businesses, otherwise they're not helpful. So we want to be getting first-hand information over the next seven days of how quickly can we get these measures up and running and how valuable are they for industry. That's the first priority.
1: There's other things, I mean, clearly the challenge at the moment for most businesses is to reduce their outgoings. So um, obviously the loan deferrals are critical there um, from the banks, but there are other things. And what we need are those ideas and advice about where are there opportunities to do that. So I'd expect the utilities probably over the coming days from state government. So Aurora, Tazwater will we'll come to the party. Council rates, a couple have already moved. Um, I think Launceston's um, done some great rate, rate deferral. So there's an example there to other councils. So the other message to any businesses that are that are probably listening and uh, are really f- stressed about a particular outgoing, a bill that's going to have to be due or a payment, if there's any influence there, we can have particularly government-directed ones. Let us know. So, and and again, I the thing I'm seeing is is that all these are very receptive. You know, no one wants businesses to be put under any distress or stress in the short term about trying to weigh up if there's a way we can get around them. So, I think if anyone's got any ideas like that, particular payments that perhaps could be deferred or wound down by all means, uh, voice them now and and do it through us or do it through um, your regional tourism bodies or whoever um, has the year and they'll get through.
2: Yeah, I think that's great advice, Luke. And um, nobody knows what's going to be better for business and business itself. And and people are living through this on a daily basis. So any of those ideas, if you get them into your network locally, they'll get through to government one way or the other. And and Luke's absolutely right. Everyone's listening to what the best support mechanisms are.
0: Mm. John, I might ask you at this point, um, and of course it's an it's in- incredibly tricky one to navigate because we're very much still in emergency management mode and Tourism Tasmania needs to take its guide, obviously from advice being given um, by the health authorities, but for operators and businesses who, who may be wondering, I guess, is there any activity that, that will come from a destinational marketing perspective, what is Tourism Tasmania looking at for when the time is right?
2: Yeah, I mean, that this is kind of quite fundamental, isn't it? I mean, our markets in the short term have dried up, but um, we, st- we still have a job to do in making sure that future demand for Tasmania will be there. And all the evidence is that brands that manage themselves really well through these crisis periods are likely to do better into the future. So we still have a role. Obviously, the immediate role is underpinning our businesses in Tasmania. That's the main thing. But those of us in the demand generation Part of the part of the sector still need an eye to how we're going to continue to manage our brand through this crisis period, and I think all the evidence is is that people want to hear stories about Tasmania, even though they're not visiting at the moment. So we put out a, a social post just a few days ago, um, what we term sort of forest bathing, which was just some simple calm footage of. Um, somebody walking um, through a rainforest um, into Nelson Falls, and I think we had sixty seven thousand engagements with that, and we had a lot of positive feedback to say keep keep producing that content, keep sharing with us stories of Tasmania, even people internationally who are are in lockdown at the moment are saying we need more of that positive content they 're either fondly remembering Tasmania or looking forward to visiting it sometime in the future." So we'll still be building our stories through this period and we'll share those that we think we can right now, but even if we can't, we're really building that bank for the future. The other part that we're going to be looking at is, can we get Tasmanians at the right time moving again around Tasmania? And obviously we'll be guided by all the medical advice. We won't be getting ahead of ourselves in that regard, but we are planning Um, hopefully, if we can get on top of this crisis, that at some point in time, we want Tasmanians to be getting out there to support your businesses. And that's probably the first step in a recovery plan. We're, we're, We're a little way off recovery, as we know. But keeping Tasmania in people's minds through this time is still a valuable proposition so that we can gear up and support those businesses in recovery when the time's right.
1: It's really hard to talk about you know this sort of recovery when you know, we're just sitting above the hour and people are no doubt getting really bad news about their own their own positions and jobs. But the reality is we also know that it is human nature in a free society that people will want to get out um, as restrictions get lifted, be able to get out and explore and feel confident. The challenge about traveling around this, uh, uh, their own backyard, um, I think that's you know, the, the whole calm down for air, to actually be just get out for air um, message that for Tasmanians to actually just to see and experience their own backyard and get some normality in life as soon as possible. So um, I guess um, from industry's perspective, I think you know the, the, the initial hope and re- you know, start of the recovery journey will be around that intrastate market. And um, you know, again, I think the fact that Tourism TAS is taking leadership, it's not a space they generally going um, to um, in the past, but I think from our perspective as, as an ind- industry seeing that, that traction, and I think the whole state will be looking for that at some point. And then, obviously, as the uh, as the conditions ease nationally um, and the and the market starts to domestically recover, um, the work that you know, John's referring to about our brand being strong over the over the period, um, hopefully, puts us in good stead to have that really rapid bounce back. Um, but it's going to be you know, step by step, slow. I think we are uh, run a, a long marathon, and we've probably just turned the first corner the last few days. Um, but um, I guess there are, you know you got to look at what what to be optimistic about, and these are probably the steps that we can look forward to.
0: Mm. Yeah, look, it is absolutely very much step-by-step, step, but that's obviously why it's important to communicate with you early and today to, to let our listeners know um, what is being done and where you can get that immediate support because that's absolutely the first priority for all of us. Before we finish up, did did either of you have some parting thoughts?
1: Well, just um, I've been, John, I don't know where you were. I was perhaps a bit young, but I do very vivid memories uh, as an eight-year-old of my parents' uh, Bought a, uh, bought a motel in uh, in Hobart in uh, 1989, in December. It was the start of the peak travel season. 17% uh, interest rates at the time and pilot strike. Four months of essentially a very similar structure over the peak of summer. And I have very, very vivid memories of that as a kid, but also know how difficult that was um, for, the, um, for the industry looking back on the traction. But... I guess my, my sign of hope um, trying to look at the various disruptions that our industry has had over a long time is we have always bounced back stronger and better. I guess the challenge over the preceding, you know, the, the you know, once we move out of this public health emergency stage into a recovery stage, it's important to look at those lessons of what's worked for us in the past and, um, you know, the reality is, um, you know, there are operators who will have memories of that era and, um, and also obviously post-September 11 and GFC and ANSET collapses and... You know, to a T. If you look at the, what's happened off the back of it, we have performed very well in that proceed, that bounce back, and it's because we're, our brand is so strong around being a safe, uh, clean, fresh, and great and great place to visit when the world's looking very difficult. And um, I guess that's the sprig of hope that I think uh, we can all latch onto to know that um, when the time's right and the, uh, the drawbridge is drawn down and we welcome our guests back to the state, um, we we can expect that they'll be very resp- responsive to it.
0: Mm. And John probably a a reminder that that help and support is available now for people.
2: Yeah, that's right. And people need to reach out right now. Uh, People are trying to survive on a day-to-day basis at the moment. So use those resources that we spoke about before, tourismtasmania.com.au. The business assistance tag is on that website, and you can also register for the Tourism Talk uh, e-newsletter. So go to tourismtasmania.com.au, register for those tools. We'll be updating you on a daily basis. We're connected up with Luke. We're connected up with all the regional tourism organisations. So people have their attention around this on a daily basis and we'll communicate any changes and opportunities that we can um, on that daily basis. Um, So please Get onto those tools and register your challenge with government today and avail yourself of the tools that Luke's organisation in particular are are providing in terms of business assistance and business advice.
0: Thank you both for joining me and thank you uh, everyone out there for, for listening to us. And uh, there's three other podcasts as part of this series that we'd encourage you to take a listen to, some really good practical advice for what many of our listeners will be going through at the moment. And also just an important reminder about how to get in touch with some of those sources of information that we've just chatted about. The Business Tasmania hotline is 1800 440 026. Tourism Tasmania website, where there's a compilation of a range of information, including all the information on assistance for business, is www.tourismtasmania.com.au and follow the tab to business assistance. And to get in contact with the TICT about that financial advice, it's info at tict.com.au. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Talking Tourism, brought to you by Tourism Industry Council Tasmania. For show notes, other materials and episodes, head to tict.com.au. Be sure to come back every fortnight for a new instalment of Talking Tourism.